When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is Monday, February 13th. Not time to kiss your kids yet. Um, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and my two bitches will be taken care of. <laughs> Those are my two dogs for anybody that you guys... Uh, any of you new folks, uh, my name is Gary, Daily Stock Pick Podcast. Uh, this is Trendspider. If you are not subscribed to Trendspider, but if you listen to me, this is part of my system. Um, that I try and teach on this podcast. I don't charge you a damn thing. There is a subscription fee to TrendSpider, but you can absolutely use whatever charting program you want. If you want access to my algorithm, sign up for TrendSpider. Uh, I'll give it to you as part of your subscription. Um, there's a link down below. DSP25 gets you 25% off. Um, so you can use that. Just email me, uh, text me, whatever. Get in, get in contact with me with any of the socials. But here's, I'm taking a look at SPY. And up top, you'll see all of these entry and exits, greens, reds. <clears throat> that's my algorithm. And that's part of SPY. Um, and you can see, uh, I always talk about button hooks for all the longtime listeners. Well, just above my head, if you're on YouTube, is the button hook on the four hour up top. I'm looking at two charts. I'm looking at the four hour, which is what my algorithm is based on. And then I'm looking at on the daily, just below it. The four hour moves a little bit quicker than the daily. So you can see the button hook happening. What we've seen over time is that every time the SPY gets above the 200 day, it's pulled back. What we haven't seen in quite a while is that the 200 day has started to turn positive. So the question is, are we getting faked out? Are we moving into a bull market? Uh, the fear is that. Uh, Jim Cramer said we are in a bull market. Uh, he also said that the Eagles were uh, clear-cut clear -cut winners last night. Uh, he also said that the Phillies were clear-cut winners. He went to both the Phillies and the Eagles uh, World Series and Super Bowl, and both teams lost. So uh, the curse of Jim Cramer continues. Um, and uh, Spy... I have a feeling that we're in a little bit of a downward trend, but it's not clear. If you were to look at my algorithm, and I'll go back to a single chart, just one chart. Uh, if you were to look at my algorithm, and I do need to just move my head. Um, I'm sorry to do this, but just move my head a little bit on this. I'll move myself up. <laughs> um, but you can clearly see uh, on the algorithm, there's that button hook. And on the MACD, you're moving down. On the RSI, you're moving down. You're in no man's land in the, the RSI. I mean, it's at 52. It's directly in the middle. So it's unclear where we're going. Completely unclear. Now, if I were to test my algorithm um, and you were to trust it, you'd still be in. The algorithm doesn't have you out of this yet because there's some moving averages in the algorithm that you need to, to, to get out. Um, but... At 380, if you bought and you're at 408, take some profits. 
it's a pretty good, you know, almost 10% move. Um, you're, you're damn near 10%. You had your 10%, and that's in SPY. Uh, now, if we go to QQQ and look, just look at QQQ, remember when we're trading TQQQ and SQQQ, we want to look at QQQ first because those triple levered ETFs will absolutely be bigger, bigger moves, but you can see we're down below the nine day. Qs are kind of following SPY. The MACD is high. It's moving down. Uh, as far as futures go, um, it looks like the market will start up. Uh, last week, um, on Monday and Tuesday, I believe, we started down and then we ended up. It wasn't big moves, but today we might start up and wind up down. Um, the, on the Qs, my algorithm makes you 0.57% versus a, uh, it loses you 0.57% over a thousand candles. And those thousand candles, because it's a four hour time frame, um, those thousand candles represent about two years, 500 trading days. Um, 0.57% is what you lose in my algorithm. You lose 10% in the, uh, just buying and holding over a thousand, the same thousand candles. So the algorithm is pretty good in hang, having you hang out in the middle. Now, in me, I'm probably in this chart, I'm probably going into TQ, SQQQ just because I do think that, that there's a downward trend at this point. If you need to trade tomorrow's CPI data, you don't need to trade. Be patient. Understand that the, the RSI is in no man's land. It's at 52. Same with the SPY. There is no clear direction that this market is going to. Um, so I wanted to take a look at some of the earnings this week. Um, tomorrow, we have Palantir. And this one could move. Uh, the, the implied volatility is that it could move 5 or 6%. Uh, right now, you're seeing this one is down. It had you in at 645. The 9 days moving down and going to cross the 21 day. The 50 day, ironically, was about to move and do a golden cross. Now, if I look at Palantir in the pre-market on my... Um, Active Trader Pro, which is Fidelity's version of their charting software. Uh, you're trading up. You closed at 751 on Friday. You're trading up at 755. So it's still moving slightly up. Your earnings are tomorrow. The earnings should be good. I mean, Palantir's guy, you know, their CEO was all over Davos. Um, so it would be an interesting one. Uh, this is not in our core portfolio, and I do believe that earnings should provide a pretty good either pop or loss on this one. I see a gap down here. Um, it's been filled, this gap from November. Um, it, it's been filled. I just don't see anything that tells me, oh my God, this one's absolutely going to move up, or oh my God, this one's absolutely going to go down. This just doesn't tell me anything. Um, but Palantir is, is, is tomorrow, uh, tonight after the bell. Um, what we're going to find out tomorrow before the bell is one of our core portfolio holdings, uh, Coke. Uh, I have said this many times, under 60, buy it. Over 60, you can sell it. This is not one that I tend to trade. It's got a great dividend to it. If we go over here to Finviz, you can see KO, 2.95% um, dividend. It's trading a little bit high with its PE at 26. These guys just print money. They're down 6% this year. But if I go and I just look at this one, I'll move this one to a weekly chart. Uh, you can see 
it just kind of hangs out on that 50-day. When it goes under that 50-day, you want to buy it. It's going to move up on that 50-day. The 200-day provides the ultimate support of this one. When you get to that 200-day, absolutely try and buy this one. Again, they just kind of print money. Uh, I would say under 60, it's an absolute buy. When you look at Pepsi, which is another core portfolio holding, and the reason it's core portfolio, your boy loves, loves cola. I absolutely love cola. So I own both. Um, This one, I say under 170 is, is the buy. Over 170 is the sell. Simple as that. I mean, just this one has a gap here between 164 and 166. They announced earnings. They had great earnings, $1.67 per share. You can see they've moved up after earnings. Coke, probably going to be very similar, I would think. I mean, in this, in this, in this environment that we're in, um, inflation could come and, and it could you know, cut into their margins. But these guys are just masters at that. And they're just going to print money. So Coke comes up. Another one uh, that comes up after the bell is one of our core portfolio, Devon. And Devon, uh, oil is down today. Uh, Devon has a cross-up at 63.23. A cross-up, 63.23. Right now it's trading at 62.99, so it's down. Uh, their earnings are coming up. Everybody's you know energy sector has announced crazy earnings, crazy good earnings. Now, here's what you have to know about the algorithm. I say anything below 60 on this, you buy it. Anything above 60, you can absolutely sell it. I personally hold this one for the dividend. It's got a great dividend. I think it's the, still the highest paying dividend stock in the S&P, 8.14%. So they could up the dividend. They could buy back more shares. They could do a lot. Just what uh, Chevron and Exxon did. Same kind of thing. Uh, you know, you're under the 200 day, the 200 days at 65, the algorithm says buy in. Now here's what you have to know about the algorithm. The algorithm actually loses you 12% on this. Whereas just buying over a thousand candles, you would have made 206%. This is one energy sector. Just that's why I buy and hold it. It, it is expensive. The PE is up there at six. It's not crazy expensive, but six for a, um, an energy company, it is up there. It does, I believe they do have, um, uh, uh, they do have some, yeah, oil and natural gas. They do have some exposure to natural gas. You can see the last, there's nobody buying this from an insider standpoint, but they're selling at 70. <laughs> I mean, these guys are selling in the high, you know, you go back here to about March or, or May. Uh, the last sale was at November where uh, the EVP and general counsel sold $400,000 worth. An EVP and general counsel of an S&P 500 company selling $400,000, he's paying for his pool. That's it. Airbnb is coming up um, tomorrow. Uh, I just scheduled a vacation in North Carolina for March. I used Airbnb. Um, Airbnb is getting some bad press around the Super Bowl because there are some um, uh, rent, some basic house owners that said their houses stayed empty because people wanted to stay in hotels. Well, that's because you're charging me a $300 cleaning fee and I got to rake your yard or I got to take the trash out or I got to strip the bed of the linens and you're charging me a $300 cleaning fee. 
you know, it's not the good owners that are getting um, bad press. It's the bad owners that are getting bad press. Um, so this might hurt this stock. You know, again, kiss your lovers. It's on uh, Valentine's Day. Another one that comes up is Upstart. And Upstart, Airbnb, by the way, I, I, in my mind, it's a long buy and hold. They are not making money. We can go over here to, uh, to Finviz. Well, they are making money. Just the, the PE is 45. On a hotel, it's crazy that your PE is 45. Um, they're up 27% year to date. This is one that got beaten down over the last year. You're down 35% over one year. The, your your 52-week range is between 81 and 191. You're trading at 108. So you're right in the middle range. So Airbnb is one that, that could be a, 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 a kind of winner. Now, Upstart, you got out. The algorithm gets you out of this one with a 30% gain. And the algorithm waited a while to get you out. But it's a 30% gain heading into earnings. I wouldn't expect these guys to blow away earnings. This is a company that provides loan services um, and their algorithm supposedly during the, uh, the, the, the COVID time was amazing at providing loans for people. Eh, you know, their algorithm kind of screwed up. So I wouldn't put money into this one. Uh, I think it's a, kind of a losing one. And I think with us going into rising interest rates, with people kind of, look at the forward PE, 307. Their earnings are going to be hurt. This, this isn't the company that's going to all of a sudden come out and say, hey, we made money. They're up 23% this year, but they're down 85%. And that forward PE of 307 is crazy. And if we have more, if they have more bad loans, you're going to get hurt in this one. One that is coming up that I do like um, is Roblox. The problem is it has run. Uh, the algorithm just got you out with a 31% gain. 31% gain from this $26 on uh, December 29th. Uh, their earnings are coming up. They're right around the 200-day. That RSI is at 40, kind of in no man's land, but the MACD is moving down. I don't know that I'd necessarily play this one. If we get under 30, I think if we get under 30, uh, on this one, uh, at some point before tomorrow, if today for some reason trades under thirty, right now it's trading up to thirty four eighty five. It closed at thirty four eighty two. If we get under thirty, I I, I might buy some just because I, I do think you know these guys they do it right. They've got the metaverse and Meta said they're getting out of the metaverse. Um, well, Roblox is, actually has creators making money. Shopify is another one. The algorithm's going to probably get you out, but they're coming up on uh, Wednesday. And Shopify is one that is super expensive. This is what was called the uh, small business Amazon. Their forward PE is 847. They are down 47% over the last year. Uh, over year to date, 39% up. They are 104% above their 52-week low at 23. Their 52-week high is uh, 93, which they're 48% down from. I wouldn't expect this one to pop. Um, their last earnings, they did pop because they made surprising numbers. Um, one of the things you're going to need to look at is they had a price increase. Is there any um, uh, kind of retention uh, around the price increase? If these guys kept the same amount of uh, subs, and you can see that 200 days going positive. 
you're going to see a pop in this one. So Shopify, it's one that I personally own. I think I own it at about 70. Um, it might be a little bit lower, but I do like Shopify. Uh, another ARC, one that is coming up is Roku. Uh, I am watching CNBC on my big screen using a Roku stick. I freaking hate, hate the Roku interface. Can't stand it. Um, it is kind of like the Android of phones. Uh, I like the Apple TV interface, nice and easy. I have Apple TVs throughout my house, but understand Apple TVs are expensive as F. I mean, they're a hundred bucks versus a Roku, which is like, you know, 20 bucks. Amazon stick, which is like 20 bucks, but they never work. Those things never work. Uh, Roku is not making money. Roku is a Kathy uh, Wood arc favorite. Uh, I just don't understand it, but I do know she's, she, she has her eye on the prize. I mean, they're up 34% year to date. Over one year, they're down 66%. Um, these guys, the, the, the monkeys hate them. They moved them down price target 50, price target 30. The average price target is 57.28. They're at 54. So they're at the monkey's price target. That could be dangerous for this stock. That button hook right there. Uh, the algorithm gets you out with a 40% gain right before the earnings. Eh, I'd rather put my money somewhere else. Uh, Super Bowl was yesterday. DraftKings, their earnings are coming up. Uh, I sold this one for a loss, so I can get back in if I want. The algorithm probably will get you out in the next couple of days, maybe even before earnings, but you're in at $11. You're trading at 15 You almost doubled your money up here at about $18. Um, if you have purchased uh, DraftKings and you're sitting at a double, per, double gain, I would sell. The cost of acquisition for every new subscriber is what's killing this stock. It's super expensive. Uh, one that it is making money and could continue to make money and is reporting on Wednesday as well is Cisco. This is an interesting one because uh, I always use this as an example because if we go back and we look at a monthly uh, and we think about the 2000, 2000 dot bomb, you were trading at 73 uh, and you immediately went down. Well, you went back up to 32 in 2007 and then the housing crisis brought you back down to the teens. These are not splits. These are not adjusted. This is actual just price of Cisco. And you can look at this. You're at 47. If you bought back here in 2000, 23 years ago, you're, you're still in the dark. You're still losing money. So it's an interesting one because they do pay a good, um, a good dividend of 3.22%. It's just boring. I mean, it's just, it, this is like IBM. Year to date, they're even 0.8%. You're down 16% uh, over one year. Your 52-week high is 57 your average price target is 54. You're trading at 47. The last uh, kind of you know move was, um, okay, sorry. I had to sneeze, man. God, I hate when that happens. But um, yeah, Cisco, you can read Insider Monkey has 12 most undervalued Dow stocks to buy. Um, you can read about them. I don't see a buy here from anybody insider in 2022. Just kind of my thing on this one. It's just a boring stock in my mind. So I don't know that I'd necessarily get into it. One of our um, 
Energy plays marathon oil. MRO is the symbol. Uh, this one, the algorithm just got you in at 2753. You're trading in pre-market at about that price, 2753. Um, it's hovering around this 200 day. The oil companies are just, you know, printing money. Uh, this one probably prints money and goes back over 30. Just my take on it. Oil is down today. Um, this one, the algorithm doesn't do you great, so I don't necessarily listen to it, but the algorithm makes you 8% over a thousand candles. If you just bought and held this one, it's 188%. There is no way any algorithm is going to do better than just buy and hold on a, um, on an oil stock like this over the last year. It's just gone crazy. Uh, a natural gas stock, EQT, uh, and EQT, we had a couple of buys, uh, last week, it triggered at $30.73, uh, EQT. Their earnings are coming up on Wednesday as well. Uh, natural gas has just gotten killed. Are we at the bottom? The RSI is at 50. I mean, it's in no man's land. It's kind of been just you know, going down. Um, natural gas, they may come back and they may say, hey, we, you know, we can produce more and we're going to produce more and we expect the price to go up. You got a gap up here at 37. You're trading in pre-market at 31.32, down 1%. Uh, so it's EQT. Deer is coming up with earnings. This one's interesting because um, I personally own Cat. This one had a cross up here at 4.10. You're trading at 4.18 uh, in pre-market. They could come back and say, "Hey, we've got you know, we're getting ready for summer. We're getting, we've just sold a bunch of equipment. We're getting ready to open up China. Um, they're going to buy some equipment. Blah blah blah." Uh, could come back and, and be a good one. Uh, Starbuck, SBLK is one that I've traded in the past, and it's been a good one. Um, they crossed up January 9th at $20.20. You're at $22.91 uh, was the close. You're down $22.75. Their earnings are coming up. The MACD's kind of high. The RSI's high at $57. Um, there's a gap up here between 24.18 and 25, which could come back. Again, if they have some crazy good earnings, you could see that, that gap covered. Um, the 200 day is moving positive. The, the golden cross happened on January 17th. The 50 day is moving. You're slightly above your 21 day. Um, you're right on your, your nine day. So uh, could be an interesting one. Dash has earnings. DoorDash has earnings this week as well with Uber coming out with crazy good uh, earnings and Lyft just just tanking it. Lyft tanking it. I mean, I'll, I'll look at Lyft later this week um, if you want me to because any reaction in the market is an overreaction. I think Tuesday, you could start buying Lyft if you wanted to if you think that they're going to come back. Uh, this one, Dash, it, you know, it's, it's riddled with gaps. Um, it is not a great trading stock. Now the algorithm loses you 48%, but buying and holding this stock loses you 72%. They're not making money. Um, but I it, personally, uh, while I'm on the road, I do like DoorDash and I use it a lot. So, uh, David Yoakum, who left TrendSpider, who I did a, a video with, um, it was amicable. He's going to continue his studies. He had one from a small tech, and, and here's the tweet that he put out. In the interest of me taking multiple financial statement classes at university, I decided to filter through some small caps with great growth potential. 
he found CMAT, which is CamTech, which just gave a 200-day SMA signal, which has outperformed the buy and hold over 23 years by 14,000%. My algorithm has you out uh, with a 23% gain. Now, my algorithm doesn't perform very well. I would say you could probably, um, you know, David's uh, charting is simple. He typically uses a, like an eight-day, the 200-day SMA signal that he has is stock just crossed the 200-day. So he may look at a daily on this one. Um, You can look at it. It just crossed the 200-day, just back here. It's using the 200-day as its support. They have earnings coming out, uh, looks like Thursday. Or I'm sorry, Wednesday, February 16th. Is, yeah, Wednesday, February 16th. Uh, in the pre-market. This one could be interesting. I thought I'd bring it up because I do like David's picks. He's been very, very good and very solid. Um, another one that I want to bring up is DRN. Uh, this is the real estate bull. Now, I know that this one just got you out with a 20% gain on DRN. But here's what, what I uh, heard this morning. There was a real estate reporter on CNBC who basically said this weekend, crazy, crazy real estate market in the weekend over Washington, D.C. Uh, okay, sorry, I had to sneeze again. But yeah, so uh, the real estate market seems to be hitting a, 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 another peak. Uh, this particular agent was saying that um, they can't keep houses in the market in Washington, D.C. anymore. So. Uh, as long as that's going on, DRN might be your play. Uh, again, my algorithm has you out of this one, but DRN, if the real estate market's going to continue to go up, this gap here at 15 might be something you, you want to get into. Now, the, the, the nine day is crossing the 21 day. You did have this golden cross back here, January 27th, and you're just getting out of a 20% move. In pre-market, you're up 0.41 at $12.30. Uh, most likely you're going to have another cross up here um, it, as long as we're moving up. So I wanted to bring that one up as well. Um, Carvana, they have earnings coming up. Uh, and I was looking at this chart as something that, um, hey, let's look at it to see, is there an opportunity for a short, um, blah, blah, blah. Their earnings are coming up February 23rd. Now, I don't know that I'd necessarily hold on to this one, um, the used car market is getting a boost. Um, they have been selling off their inventory. Their problem is debt. Uh, they are way, way, way down. The earnings will be anticipated. Um, but if you wanted to look at this one, I mean, again, there's a gap here at 24, and then there's a gap here at five. If they come out with their earnings and they say, yeah, we're fine. Um, and we're, you know, we've moved our inventory and cash is pretty solid, blah, blah, blah. You could see the move back up here to 24. If they come out and say, yeah, we're just having problems. We've sold our inventory, but nobody's really buying. Remember, this is a company that just the the cost of actually delivering a used car cut into their margins and they couldn't make it. And so now that you have uh, the used car market kind of coming down, maybe they've leveled off, but I don't know what the fair price is. I just think that probably the short uh, is off the table. There's no more squeeze on this one. Um, My weekly stock pick. My weekly stock pick is Boeing. If you're not subscribed to weekly stock, um, and just go and look them up on Twitter. Here, let's go and look them up on Twitter. Um, 
he's got a newsletter where he puts out a summary on Saturday and uh, he basically picks a stock on Monday. Um, his performance is unbelievable. Go to his uh, Twitter or his Instagram, My Weekly Stock, and you can look at his Substack and you can see all of his uh, all of his his performance. I mean, he really is. He made money last week, uh, or I'm sorry, last year. The S and P was down. This guy made a positive gain. So if you're not in this one, I'm in it. Last week, uh, his pick was Goldman Sachs. You made money. You didn't make a lot, but you made money. Um, let's see. Um, what did he make? Uh, uh, my weekly pick for S&P, 34%. I'm looking, trying to see what he made last week. Um, his, he's got an algorithm. Just, you know, get into Boeing. Sign up for his Substack. I mean, again, you get it in your inbox. It's one of, it's one of my must-reads. I like it. Um, so this week, it's Boeing. And if you look at Boeing, you're in this ascending triangle. Now, as long as he says to buy it, I'm buying. I'm in. You ain't going down uh, to, you know, the 200-day at 172 this week. Unless we get into a war with China with all these UFOs coming over. But Boeing is his thing. Um, I did want to bring up, because ARK moved so much this year, uh, TRK was the play. And this is a two times the ARKK. If you are interested in Kathy Woods for a five-year timeline, do not buy TRK. You buy uh, ARKK because you're actually buying an ETF that has actual stock um, value. TRK, it's levered, so it trades on options, it trades on futures, and it is designed to be double the ARKK, but you don't want to hold this one long-term. This is one that you trade. And this one, December 30th, $39.73. Today you're at 63. You got all the way up to uh, 83. So you doubled your money here. While ARC was up 50%, this was up 100%. If you want to do the other one, and this is why I'm bringing it up, SRK had a cross up here at 39 on February 7th, just last week. We brought this one up. Um, it's now at 42. It's a good, it's a, it's a good move and it's still got solid momentum. You did have this death cross here on January 12th, which brought you down from sixties down to 40. This was a huge one. You've got this gap in SRK, SARK up here at 58 to 68. Now, if you think we're going up in the market, do not buy SARK, but you can absolutely trade it. Um, I wanted to look at one that we looked at for a while. Uh, REI, this is a, um, an energy company that has debt problems. Uh, it's got gaps all over the place. You do have this one big gap up here at 338. Um, you don't have any kind of catalysts that are coming up, but it's interesting because it crossed up again today, $2.32. Interesting, it's trading at $2.30 pre-market. Um, we got out with it. It's just kind of in, been in no man's land, but it's below this 200-day. Now, mind you, the 200-day is in a negative, um, negative trend. So I wanted to bring it up just because I haven't in a while. Um, it was John wanted me to look at Albemarle, A-L-B, Albemarle. I never know how to say this. Um, this little lithium play, A-L-B, uh, Alan, Larry, 
Bravo. I think that's what it is. Um, this one had a $200, $214 buy-in on December 30th. Today, our algorithm gets you out at a 23% gain. It, you know, our algorithm doesn't time the bottom of the market. It doesn't time the top of the market. You do have this gap up here between 301 and 310, uh, 315 that is still untouched. You are using this 200-day as a, a support level. I mean, it is clear as day that that 200-day level is a support. It's not resistance. It's support. So once you break through this, it does provide some resistance because when we were at 214, that 200 day uh, was providing, was going to be the resistance at 266. It went all the way up to about almost 300, 290, somewhere in that. But that MACD is moving down. You've got your earnings coming up on February 15th. This one could be, again, if, I mean, the earnings could blow it away. Look at that, $7.50 from 345. If you blow away earnings and you believe in this one, I'd absolutely get in here at probably, you know, again, you're at the 200 day, 260. You got everything moving forward. It's almost a golden cross, a golden cross right before earnings. Boy, if they, if they just don't surprise, you might get a good surprise in that one. But if we go over here, let's look at some of their fundamentals. The PE is 20, so it's a little bit expensive. Forward PE is 9.44. Their dividend is 0.59. Uh, year to date, they're up 23%. Over one year, they're up 13%. Um, this is a company that develops, manufactures, engineers specialty chemicals. It works in three segments, lithium, bromine, and catalysts. Um, so you can look at this one now. The sale, the last uh, insider, it was a sale, 378. This is an EVP. Don't even worry about that one. The only one that I would worry about is November 11th. <clears throat> this guy, the EVP uh, or girl, Karen, sold almost $3 million worth. Uh, looks like quite a lot at between last year, 268 and 322. So she sold quite a lot. Um, during that time, but maybe she was, you know, buying a house. Who knows? But I, I do like this stock. I do think it's a good one. I haven't added it to our uh, uh, must own, but Stephanie Link, I know, is a fan, so I'm a fan of hers. I like the stock. Um, you know, let's go into the I like a stock thing. Um, Kraft Heinz. Let, these are our scans. Kraft Heinz crossed up right before earnings. 39.64. In my mind, I think you're using 42 as your, um, your, your resistance level. This is one that is right around the 200-day. It just sets up nicely as long as they don't disappoint. You do have gaps down here, but they're below the 200-day. The 50-day is turning negative, but that 200-day is still positive. If we go to a daily on this one, you can see that that 200-day is just turning a little negative. The 50-day is still positive. 9 and 21 have crossed down. Um, I believe that this RSI is down low enough. I think it's good. I like this one. Another one, uh, XEL, XL Energy. This one doesn't have a huge catalyst. Their earnings are already passed. 68.49. The algorithm makes you 36% versus just buy and hold makes you 12%. So I like this one just because the algorithm has done well on it. Uh, I think this one at $60 down here with that run all the way from October to December 20th, it's just kind of been hanging out here. 
the 50 and the 200 are just moving in the same direction. There's just not a whole hell of a lot of catalyst on this one. I think it's okay. Do your research. Understand that this wouldn't be my favorite one, but it does have a cross up and 6849 is the, the thing. Altria, which is uh, the vaping stuff. And hopefully, Mike, you're uh, shirtless and vaping. But MO is the symbol. Uh, this is a secondary cross up. Their earnings are already passed. Um, 44.65 was the original one. You're at 47. You still have confirmation above that nine day. This is just another move. The RSI is a little high at 62, but it came up. Two energy plays that I thought were interesting is Par Pacific, P-A-R-R. This has an ascending triangle, a wedge. It just broke out above it. They do have earnings coming up on February 22nd. Um, the MACD is a little high, but I do like the move in this one because um, while it's extending out over the 200 day, um, that 50 days positive, the 21 day trade, the trend P A R R is the symbol. Um, I don't know much about it other than technically it crossed up. It's P E is five. It doesn't have a dividend. It's up 21% performance over one year. It's up 93. Um, January 20th, Piper Sandler said, Hey, this could be a $33. It's trading at 28 right now. Uh, and their earnings are coming up. So you can see uh, now all of these people are selling at 23. Um, and it's that it was in November. Um, the values, eh. These guys are selling at 17. And the value is a million. This is a trust company that's probably trying to get out of it. Uh, they're a 10% owner. They're probably just reducing because it's been up so much. I mean, again, over one year, you've doubled your money. Uh, but it does have that ascending triangle. It broke out above it. Bullish signal. So um, CLMT is also one. This one is Kalamut. I don't know anything about this company. But this one, again, it got a cross up here. It's a secondary cross up. The original was at 1706. Right now you're trading at 1775, right where you closed at. Um, it's got this ascending triangle, the wedge, it's above it. The 50 day just had a golden cross up here at $16. Um, CLMT, if we look at this one from a perspective, it's up performance over one year is 14%. Uh, year to date, it's up 5%. They're not making money. The forward PE is 13, expensive. Uh, August, Goldman upgraded this with a $23 price target. It's trading at 17. Um, you can see. Some of the, uh, what I like about this one in particular is that these guys are buying at 17. All of these people are buying at 17. Not huge buys, but they're buying at 17. So uh, the insiders in the company believe it at 17. I think 17 is probably a, a pretty good price for you to buy if the insider's buying it. Um, do your research. You do have this golden cross on January, 20, uh, January 30th, so the month of February. Oil is just one of these things that you can invest in. Um, the algorithm makes you 451% on this one over a two-year period. It's been crazy. The, uh, the just buying and holding makes you 337%. So it's been really, really good. Um, I think that's it. I'm going to keep this one short. Um, to address the Tom situation, I will just quote Cartman. Suck my balls. <laughs> And that's all I will say about this one. Uh, he will not get an apology. But uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. 
the socials are down below in the link tree. You can hit join our private Facebook group. Uh, I post charts in there. I post all my anti-Kramer stuff in there. Um, uh, yeah, and and the the Facebook group is a community where you can post stocks uh, if you like. You can post what you think. I'll reply to it. Uh, the community will reply to it. It's just a great group. Um, if you made it this far, hit the five stars on um, on the the review. Uh, if you'd like, go over to the YouTube channel because I am showing it live on YouTube, uh, all the charts that I'm looking at. And if you have any other questions, hit me up. Okay, take care. Bye.